0: Welcome to the Time Out Podcast. In this episode, myself, CJ, and Davian talk about the start of the playoffs. The playing games and factors that we think could make or break a series. Well, the series that are going on right now. We want to make it clear again that we are in full support of the Black Lives Matter movement. So please go to blacklivesmatter.com or blacklivesmatter.card with two r's dot co to find out how you can support and with that being said enjoy this episode peace all right welcome to the timeout podcast guys i am cj and i'm your and, yes and we we have a lot to talk about because the playoffs are back, but let, let's talk about. First of all, didn't we end last week on, uh, on a on a game that was finishing, or did it finish?
1: We ended last week on the Spurs Utah game, I think. Yes, and <laughs> which the Spurs won. I, the yeah. Spurs won, yes, and that totally
0: meant the Spurs made it to the playoffs. Which I didn't do. Um, okay, so we'll talk about some little bits of news, and then we'll go on to we'll go on to the playoff previews, and then we'll talk about the first games and stuff because we can talk about how they got there, um, which is which is kind of goes off from what we did last week. So first of all, congratulations to Mike Connolly who has become a father. I don't know if he's become a father again or this is his first kid. I don't know. Uh, if it's a boy, it's probably called Mike Connolly as well. <laughs> Carry on that lineage. Mike Connolly, junior, junior. The third. What? What happened? Yeah. Oh, it, they're calling Mike Connolly the third. I was going to say, what do they end up? Like, if if your dad is Mike Connolly, senior, and you're Mike Connolly, junior, but you have a kid called Mike Connolly, and you call him Mike Connolly, junior, is it senior? Are you junior, junior, senior? senior? But, yeah, I suppose it's the third. It's probably not uh, why he's called his child anyway, but congratulations, <laughs> Mike Connolly. Uh, another thing too, the Space Jam jerseys have been revealed.
1: Have you seen it? Wait, wait, can I just... Uh, Mike Connolly's
0: child is called Elijah Michael Connolly. He got the mic it, in there. He took it, it, yeah, he he, he slid he's, he, he he's it. It, slid around it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Could have, you know, yes. could have just called him Mike, I suppose as well.
1: I mean, yeah, but playing it the...
0: Yeah,
1: but yeah, I have seen the um the new Space Jam jersey.
0: How how do you what do you think? What do you think?
1: I mean, I'm getting it.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I'm getting it as well. I can't wait for them to reveal how Nike managed to sponsor some Looney Tunes. But I yeah, I love. I love the jersey. I think it's modern. It it looks like an NBA jersey. Like if it was out on the court, I wouldn't think nothing of it. It looks like an NBA jersey and I'm happy with it. Yeah.
1: Um I mean I I, I want the original Jordan Tune that, Squad
0: jersey too. That's iconic though. I think that's I iconic. Like it's not that isn't a design to really scream about either, but it's just it's 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 an iconic one. It's an iconic one. So I, I don't. I've seen a lot of people try and compare it, saying which one's better, and it's like you can't, you
1: can't do that. I mean, for me, it's the only problem I have with this new, this new jersey is obviously it's so much blue. It feels, it feels. No, it's not even that for me. For me, it feels weird because it feels like I have to wear the shorts as well, otherwise. I oh yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work, it's does a it? Whole semicircle it doesn't work unless uh, it was, you know, we're in. The, so it, that's it, a bit like. It, it was, but yeah, it's basically a 2020 version of the. It's an update. It's. It's taking something that it's taking a classic and then it basically said, "Here's the 20. But like, here's the 2020 version of this. Mm-hmm. This is. So it's, it's it looks it looks it looks modern. It's something
0: you can wear around, and it wouldn't be. In, yeah, it's like when the uh, I remember when the logo got revealed on LeBron James's hat, and then like then then the actual logo reveal, and like I really like it. I think it's really cool. Yeah. You like it? You can definitely tell it's a space jam movie, and I for some reason the 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 circle, oh uh, that's just the beginning of a Looney Tunes thing, isn't it? But yeah, I, a, I'm a I'm looking forward to this movie. Because I mean, it's being produced Thanks and sure. written by Ryan Coogler, who did Black Panther and Creed. So, amongst other things, like uh, Fruit. uh what's that? He did one with uh, another one with Michael B. Jordan in it. Uh, Fruitvale Station, Fruitville Station, or something like that. It was a. Uh, it was about uh so. Uh, it was a based on a true story about someone getting shot by a police officer at a station. It was. It was really good. Really, really good. Really good movie. Um, but he's doing that. Uh, do you know what NBA players are in Space Jam? <laughs> this new one. Not off the top of my head. But Anthony Davis is. Clay Thompson yeah, is. Chris Paul is. Kyle Kuzma. And, then this is the best segue ever, Damian Lillard. I thought L- you even say Kyrie. At all. No, like, no. Forget about. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> like, like, it again. We, what? we are going to talk about a better point guard. And yes, I said it. Damian Lillard. No. no, it's not even that much of a class, <sighs> Let's be honest here. Damian Lillard. Blackbro- yeah. L- Damian- well, you opinion. think I'm bad? People are out there talking about him being better than Steph Curry. I am not. I am not willing to go that far. I mean, there's arguments to be made, but I'm not going that far.
1: Oh my God. you blasphemies hit me in the throat. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna die, Blasphemy hitting you in the throat. Uh, right, okay. No, no, Damian Lillard is, I mean, you are seeing the way he's played in the bubble. And, I mean, he he's, I don't know if the bubble MVP things have been made official or not, but I'm pretty sure he's won it.
1: No, he is, he is bubble MVP.
0: He is bubble MVP. With Devin Booker a close second by the way. Thank you. I, I mean, that's right. That I don't who who else would have been in that conversation.
1: Uh, uh, Devin, you keep recap I'll
0: have it. I know I know Devin Booker with the 8 and 0 Suns. Well done Suns, but unfortunately you couldn't make the play in. That still went to Memphis. That was such a good the play in needs to happen. It needs to happen every season now. It's such a
1: good idea. Okay, so just to get, um, in third place. Mm-hmm. Was my favorite player T.J. Warren? Oh, really? Third? Fair yeah. enough. Okay. I mean, he averaged thirty-one points over the eight games. Um, second was Devin Booker, and first was Damian Lillard. And the coach of the M, coach of the bubble, was Monty Williams. Uh,
0: well deserved. Oh, okay. Eight and 0. I am so upset that they didn't manage. But you know what? They go. Did you see the speech that he gave before the before the before the um, the trial yeah, was, yeah. It was oh, it was such so, such a good speech. And you know what? I'm really excited to see what the Suns do next season.
1: Yeah, but 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 they're out. Let's talk about someone that's in. Dame time is uh, man. Dame has Dame has just decided that it's like he's taking his bubble to a new, new level because. No, he's going at the Clippers. Then he comes. Then he goes to get a Skip Bayless. Then he decides he's going to shoot. Like he just was shooting well, from like. Well, he he came into the bubble.
0: He only the only reason he came into the bubble was like oh, I'm only going coming in if we have a realistic chance of making the playoffs. Yeah,
1: that and that came well,
0: in from day dot. Every game, just playing hard, and especially after the Clippers game.
1: Especially well, see, yeah, after they started badly, they started badly this year. And then, obviously, they were putting that push they, to get back as close. Well, uh, so number they, one,
0: number one, that, they've had a fair amount of injuries. Yeah. Uh, Nurkic was one of them. Uh, my, um, um, McCollum is actually suffering from one right mm. now. Although, judging by uh, that um, playing game, he's not suffering from God, it from God me! Um, but we'll go into that later. Um, yeah. Uh, but they've suffered a lot of injuries. And... Um, so, I can give them a pass for that, but their defense is
1: really bad. Now, nah, so what the reason I put that up is because just before Corona hit and everything went to crap, they were on that trajectory to try and push up to get to that seventh or eighth seed. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they were the only team that said no to the original bubble idea at the start because yeah, they didn't so think well. it was fair. And obviously, Dame had made a point from the start that I'm not coming there. If I ain't got a chance to get into the playoffs, which is part of the reason why they're playing, why is he only shooting through? Sorry, um, try and set in there. Uh, which is part of the reason why they had the playing system was there. It was to say, okay, well you've actually got a really chance to do this, and I feel like his mind from there was locked in. There are people who said that, like he told them months ago, he was making the playoffs, and he can guarantee it. Mm-hmm. So, the performances he's done has really shown that. He's, he went all out. That was 150% in every game. And it's sad that the Suns missed out because to go 8-0 in the way they were playing and playing some beautiful basketball, it was great. But Dame, pff, the, 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 the range of his shots alone were incredible. And then after that Clippers game where they laughed at him and <laughs> were laughing about Dame time and he had to remind Paul George that, you know, I dropped you off last year. And the, you had to keep switching teams to win a ring. I was like, okay. Yeah. Then yeah. obviously he carried on. And I'm just like, the more he was attacking people, I was like, yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna really get under his skin because the more you get under his skin, it's like the harder he plays and the harder he plays. It's just like, how do you stop that? Like Okay, and um, we'll
0: go over this very quickly. Skip Bainess has nothing to fucking do about this. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, I, no, I, I don't was, care about he's, him. Been, he's So been, bad. I don't he's been thinking. going back and
1: forth so quickly. It's unreal. Uh, <laughs> man,
0: man, even, man went hard on Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard then dropped, continued to uh, drop like what fifty something, and then sixty one yeah. the next day. And it's like, well, and yeah. then it's like, yeah. And now he's facing up against the bronze James. It was all part of my, all part of my plan.
1: Uh, but the thing is, at first he said, this is literally just quickly. This is what was bothering me. At first he said. I don't know who Dame thinks he is. Does he think he's LeBron James? And I was like, whoa. Then he says, oh, he's going to knock LeBron James out. Then I saw him tweet that, yo, he's definitely, he's like, Portland looking going to win this. LeBron, LeBron can't stop him. And then then he tweeted, Lakers in four. And I was like, where are you? Go- the flip flop is unreal. <laughs> where are That's you? Just ridiculous. Come back, come back here. Come back here and skip. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, these performances have just been, I feel like, oh my God. When we look back on this season, these eight these eight games, when you look back on the Suns and what Dame has done, it's gonna be incredible to watch back. Like mm-hmm. it, is, it is, it's gonna be great. Talk about Logan. my favorite thing so far has been when I, I can't remember who it was, but. There was like the courtside thing of them talking, and he was like, "I don't care who you've got. <laughs> if Dame is on the ball, you go guard some double team. I don't care." He was like, "He will shoot from the NBA logo. I don't care who you've got." You were like, "He was like treat him like he's MJ," and I was like, "Wow, that is." Oh, that's the th- that's the thing though. Like
0: I, I I I was listening to a podcast that had Raja Bell on it, and Raja Bell was a role player who obviously ended up guarding. Kobe a lot during you know that's yeah. that the mid 2000s and like he was saying you know what the only way to really beat Kobe was to let him be Kobe was because yeah. if your game plan was letting him drop 50 on you but the rest of the team didn't do shit like and that won you the game that was your game plan and you just had to deal with getting 50 dropped on you so maybe yeah. that's something that the Lakers might want to put into perspective. Oh, um, I think,
1: I think what the Lakers are gonna play is let uh, Dame do whatever he's gonna do. But you have to stop everyone else. Like, I feel like I feel like that's part I of it. it. I, I,
0: I, We'll go over our keys to the playoff to each playoff series. But the thing we should talk about first is that playing the playing game. Now, a, a fun fact about this playing game. Statistically, yeah. didn't count. Statistically, uh, Jean, I feel uh, well done for Jean Morant for getting his career high, except it's not his career high because the stats don't count. He dropped over. Wait, th- so the stats in that playoff playing game don't count. They don't count, they anything. Don't count to anything. It's essentially yeah. a game without a country, if, if you know, uh, as a metaphor. Okay. No. It doesn't it, it the game that never really happened. It because it didn't know game. it's because they didn't know where to put it in. Like do they put it as a regular season game? It's not really that. Do they
1: put it in as a playoff game? It's not a playoff game. So they I, I feel like it should have been like the playoff round of sixteen. It should have been like a <laughs> like when you look at the big playoff bracket, it should have been everyone's team. I just, would have just, just put more it more as now. another
0: extra regular season game, but you know no, like, playoff- rant for not having his a career high.
1: <laughs> career high-ish. But I'd have had like the playoff tree in the, in the corner. just, just yeah, but for, like, Statistically, it
0: didn't count. Yusuf Nurkic, who on the day who he, he found out that his grandmother died or mother died, one of the two, oh, uh, grandmother. grandmother, he dropped 20 and 20. I think it was 20, yeah, 20 right. points and 21 rebounds. Well done to him. Didn't count. Statistically, didn't count. Okay, hey, you know what? We don't give a fuck about stats here. They counted. <laughs> oh, no, but what we, did, what we do and, uh, care about is, okay, so that game in general, Portland, I felt, needed to win that game. It got, really, yeah. it got really close near the end. And I was yeah. watching that game just like, Portland they really need to win this because if they don't,
1: they're going to be way too remember. tired for that next one. Yeah, I feel like so obviously not to jump ahead, but when I was watching that game, I was looking through and I was like as great as their performances have been to this point, like they needed to it took them everything to get through that game. Well, the thing is, um who
0: uh um the Portland coach uh starts, uh he, he... He called a timeout before Nurkic was hitting three throws. And I feel like he was he called that timeout before he hit the free throws. Because he need Nurkic needed a breather. He was tired. And he ended up splitting those free throws. Like that they put all their heart and soul in in, into that. And it kind of
1: it that bleeds into this. I, this player yeah this for player me, I could, I could tell the fatigue um through cj McCullum, the way he had to the, the up and downs he was going through like
0: oh, he could it tell on, that like on, on, a, a, on
1: a broken on a, verb right allegedly oh yeah. but the thing is for me when i was watching him because i didn't know that but when i was watching him when i was watching him like hide himself up like i could tell that you know part of it was him mm-hmm. really trying to <laughs> gassed himself and really push himself for that last quarter. Uh-huh. So I was looking at it going, if Memphis win this, uh-huh. I was like, this next game is going to be difficult. And I was like, Portland really needs to lock it up now and have be done with.
0: Yeah, they needed to because they would not have survived another game with a much younger Memphis squad. Led by Sean yeah. Morant, who congrats to him, who, who led this Memphis team to this position uh, in a year that they weren't really expected to do much. They they did Probably well. It's a it's a shame that they lost that lost that. Yeah, but they'll blow from. They they will. They will. They've
1: got they've got plenty of time. Suns and the Grizzlies are both are uh, both gonna learn a lot. I think, like especially the Suns, if you you can't be upset by what happened, you did everything you could. Mm-hmm. You like, just have to like look yourselves and say, we did that as a team. Next season, let's go in and do that. Let's just. Like, let's take that momentum, let's work let's see what let's see what worked well and just keep doing mm. that. Play that intensity and they went A. You know? mm. The problem with the problem troubles have now is obviously <laughs> they've done all this work and it feels like there is no time for celebration. Like well done, you got here. But But now now, now
0: now's play. where the real
1: fun starts. Yeah. Now the um, real work I mean, and now the playoffs are starting.
0: Yes, so that brings us on to uh, let's let's talk about the games that happened yesterday. But actually, yeah. I want to go over a few records. First of all, Donovan Mitchell ended up dropping fifty-seven, which is uh, obviously a playoff record for Utah. It's also he's the youngest player to do so since Michael Jordan to drop over fifty points, and he is third on the all-time. That is a third all-time playoff scoring. And it's the first day of the playoffs. And it's Donovan Mitchell, yep. third all-time, behind Michael Jordan, behind Michael Jordan's 63 against the uh, Boston Celtics and um, Elgin Baylor's 61. Um, so, yeah, well done. Also, uh, another record uh, by was broken yesterday by Luka Doncic, who scored... 42 points, which is the most by an NBA playoff debut. Yeah. Was it 42? It was 42. I've got it right here. It's 42. And also, so with a combination of Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, who scored 36, uh, Jason Tatum, who scored 32, and Luka Doncic, who scored 42, this is the first time that four different players 25 has scored over 30 points one day in the playoffs.
1: Young, I, I was reacting to the end
0: of that half there. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're um, ahead right now, aren't they? About
1: 10 half yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that was. I mean, the future of the league is it's exciting. You know, I think we always knew, I, we always knew that, we, that it's exciting. There's an exciting prospects going up. And you know they're they're not the future right now. They are the present. They mm-hmm. are doing things right now in the playoffs. So when you look at Donovan Mitchell, Doncic, like these are players who are they're grabbing that. Like they're saying, "This is my time. I'm going to do something," which is great to see. Yeah. Let's so let's
0: let's talk about Donovan Mitchell grabbing that. So Utah and Denver. Denver ended up. It was such a good. What a first good game. So it ended up being one hundred thirty-five, one hundred twenty-five to Denver. In a in a losing effort, Donovan Mitchell ended up scoring fifty-seven points, as I mentioned, was the third yeah, most yeah. in NBA playoff history. Um, so, how how does this series look going forward after this game, or what, what what keys to the game? Just what
1: what are your general thoughts
0: of the game, and how do you think it's going to go going forward?
1: Um, watching the game yesterday. It was really I don't know. Like it started off like. Kind of thought that Denver were gonna. The way they were playing almost. Denver like, were leading uh, at the half. They their,
0: they 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 outscored Utah in both quarters.
1: Yeah, the the way I see this is it's like with Jokic and Murray, they were going off, and I did assume that they were just gonna carry on and hold <laughs> that lead, but that third quarter by Utah where pff, they just it seemed like their Utah were just like okay, just give the ball to Spider, let's just see <laughs> what he does, and his ability to just hit those consistent shots was incredible. Jordan Clarkson hit a few. It was this series is gonna be one of those that I feel like every game it's gonna come down to a f- like a few positions. It's not gonna be it's not like overtime overtime really like Lincoln score out to make it like 10. Mm-hmm. But the way they were playing like Utah missed a couple like key key moments where they probably could have t- stole this win and it would have but been I ended up in overtime. I still I still think Denver are probably going to win the series. I'm pretty
0: confident that Denver are going to win the series.
1: Basically, in my theory, like, the only way Utah really... Denver Mitchell, as good as he is, he's not dropping 50 every night. He's going to try, goddammit. No, and the thing is, he (laughs) dropped
0: nearly 60, and they still lost.
1: I know. And that's the thing, so
0: they don't have um, a, another reliable option. I mean, Joe Ingalls is great on the pick and roll, he's great. Jordan Carson is good off the bench, but they don't have that uh, Bogdanovich. They don't have him, which is yeah. a twenty points per game scorer off the bench. Rudy Gobert isn't the scorer. Mike Connolly isn't uh, isn't playing just yet. He's having I think he's having
1: another two days quarantine. Yeah, which means he'll probably be out for mm. this game. And um, then think like it just looked like it's a close game. And it's it's really fun to watch, and I'm sure as a neutral watching the game is probably is really great to watch. Oh, I really don't care who wins. Whereas if you're a fan of one of these teams, it's probably quite like hard to watch as you know, the league swings each way. But I feel like Denver just have enough to beat Utah. Well, and. and oh, Donovan Mitchell, steps into like the 60s. Mate, Well, I'll put this in perspective to you. Donovan
0: Mitchell scored 57 points, and they still didn't win. Yeah. Uh, wait, Uh-oh. hold on. Paul Millsap, who's supposed to be like a third option, second option type player. Thing, yeah, he had he had eight points and three rebounds. Oh, yeah. In fact, in fact, Utah out rebounded Denver by 11. Fifty-two to
1: forty-one, and they
0: still yeah, it just,
1: lost. It just feels like they had almost that. Like they, it feels like they, he, they're like, you know, like if everything was falling to you exactly how you want it to do. So you rebound them. Your best player scores fifty-seven mm-hmm. points. In those situations, you really need that win. Like there's no. You need that win going forward because it's just demoralizing. Like, the thing is, the win, the points, the points would mean way more in terms of the series if they win mm-hmm. it. And then you kind of can build off that momentum, and maybe Utah can, you know, get some other players go in. Suddenly they're up two 0 and you're like, "Oh, okay." Now Denver have to come and beat you a lot, whereas now it's like, what? What? You Denver have to do anything different? They mm-hmm. <laughs> just have to slow down Mitchell a bit, and they can oh. pretty much walk away with it. It's like, yeah. I think it's. It's fun to watch, but unless someone else steps up, I think it's, a, yeah. with
0: I think it's a very good competitive series. I think it'll.
1: It was so it was I think so, it'll like as a fan, sit down and watch. Like that third quarter when yeah. Donovan just decided, "Give me the board and I'm going to do shit." I was like, "Okay, just, 40, 60 series. He's, he's a problem, but like Donovan Mitchell is just yeah. But it's crazy.
0: one of them things, like I said about you know the Kobe thing. Just like you know, let him get his everyone else has got to get theirs right. too you ain't gonna win a game with one like one player with 57 points ain't gonna win a game in this league like Wilt Chamberlain with yeah, his yeah, 100 bro. points ain't gonna win a little game on his own in this league like you I know mean,
1: I mean 100 points
0: might not, <laughs> like not points in this league bro not in this league not, not in this... Points maybe in, the, maybe points in this league. the 90s but not
1: in this league I, 100 points, you might be able to, like... If someone can hit some three-throws, you might be able to just do that, like, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, but, I mean, no one's really hitting 100 points, because... Uh, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to judge Utah, that. If someone wants to hit
0: Utah points... had two starters who both had three points. Royce O'Neill and Jawan Morgan. <laughs> and R- Royce O'Neill shot 16.7% from the field, And Juan Morgan had 20% from the field.
1: Every time the ball hit Russell Neal's hands, I was like, 23? Nah, it doesn't (laughs) matter. I was like, don't worry, man. I was like, shooting. He played
0: 32 minutes and he's a negative plus minus at negative 21. However, at least Juan Morgan, he has the best plus minus on the Utah Jazz at 17. So, you know, clearly when he was on the court, he was doing something right.
1: I was just looking at this like I was looking at the assists within the team and I'm like Donovan Mitchell had fifty seven points, seven assists, nine rebounds. Ooh, those assists I was too. like <laughs> Who's making sorry, those shots? Go he was actually like pick and roll, Go Bear, here you go, just drop that in. Well, it's just like the idea that like most of his points are just him, like, okay, give me the ball, everyone move away from me, shot in, shot in, mm-hmm. like, He's doing a lot. I don't I I don't know if he can keep that intense I mean, I'm not gonna doubt him, but considering they're playing two days as uh-huh. the same team every time, like he's gonna keep that intensity of every think, game. Oh yeah. Another another interesting fact
0: to take away from this is Michael Porter Jr. played thirty one minutes. Uh, that he 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 made the all bubble second team. at a his this is Pretty much his rookie campaign, and Ball Ball got no minutes. <laughs> so it's like but, um, Mike Mike Malone things- must be really trying to, you know, get integrate yeah. integrate Michael Porter Jr. into this offense.
1: One of the things, yeah, one of the things about Denver though, like when you do look at the stats, they managed they did manage to stretch their points well throughout their whole team. <laughs> like when I mean, you've got people off the bench scoring fourteen and nineteen, and like those. That's what pushed them over the edge. It's that level of everyone scoring, uh, time when they need to be.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I feel like, like, as you said, like it's one thing for Don Mitchell to be scoring by himself when when a whole team is just dropping buckets on you. <laughs> How do you stop that? Like, you can't, you like just when you've got what's it, one, two, three, four, five, six, six players with double figures, like double figure points.
0: That's the Denver offense for you.
1: And most Millsap was only two off game, that would have been seven. But yeah, it's... Denver should have enough to get through this. This is Den-
0: Denver have enough. Uh, that's why I think it's going to be a six-game series. I just don't think Utah have the weapons
1: enough. I think they're just... Uh, I think six is uh, maybe five. We'll see.
0: Um... Alright, shoot. We'll move on to the next game that was played, which was Brooklyn versus Toronto. Now, going into this, and at the beginning of this game, uh, Toronto were just outclassing Brooklyn and you know Toronto have a swagger now since winning that championship you know Toronto had like a, such a long like a long a long um, streak of losing their first playoff game but I had a really long because yeah. they'd always they'd always lose that like that first game and you know uh, and, you know the, the Lebron stuff and last year when they won the championship they've they've got confidence and like they came in like the difference between this year's Toronto Raptors and previous year's Toronto Raptors is so they were ahead by 33 at the half and they completely rolled off Brooklyn Nets but then Brooklyn brought it back they were they they brought it within 8 within the third quarter and the Toronto Raptors of old probably would have, you know, probably would have ended up losing that, that game, but no, they, they stayed, they stayed confident. They, stayed, they stayed true. And, you know,
1: Drake dropped 30. <laughs> I, I do have a you though because you told me, you know, like, you were like, oh, like, I was, the watching next this game. Moment, I was like, right oh, now. I was like, oh, this is I a know. really good game. So I'm there. I'm like, you know what? If I fall asleep, let me just turn this on. And then the second I turn it on, I'm like, they started pulling damn. away again. Like, oh, no, there we go. <laughs> I was like, oh nine down. I was like, they come back. Come on, Brooklyn. Come on, Timothy. You remember the the
0: Wauwu Cabarro Cabarot Cabare Cab
1: Cababara Cab- 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 Cababai. Who is Gamora? Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. But yeah, um. So I turned that on and the second I turned it on, Raptors pulled away and I'm like, uh oh, why not that? Yeah. But you know, no, like I just feel like the Raptors look like a really good squad. Like I feel like a lot of people wrote them off because they were like, well, now Kawhi's gone, that's it. You don't have a but they're second in the, the east. It, it's A, but even then, like the team they've got is the high winning percentage, they're playing but they're playing great basketball. Uh,
0: like... I wanna see where their defensive rating is. Uh I think they're second in the league in defence behind the only other guys that are beating them in the East, which is Milwaukee. Yeah.
1: They're yeah. such a great defensive team. Yep. And the thing is, as a team, they just, like, I think they kind of, they've strengthened. I think the fact that, I think for them, obviously there's a lot for them to prove, like, that title win wasn't all Kawhi. There was a squad behind yeah. them. Yeah, no was that's encouraged them to step up and say, okay, well, he's gone, but who's going to step up? And that's why you've got Van Vliet and you've got... Um, yeah. Uh, Yarkon, yeah. And, and Larry, like everyone's saying, okay, well, this is still our squad. Like, we don't need Kawhi. We don't need Kawhi. Like, Kawhi. He, he may have in those situations, but now it's our time. Well, it's situations. So
0: all stars were in double figures. And Sergio yeah. And Terrence Davis. Uh, yeah. i'm so, gonna that was seven people in double figures
1: and that's like the way they're playing is just like they're playing like they're playing like they lost the finals like they've got a chip on their shoulders oh, that, in terms they of they like do
0: they have a chip on their shoulder? they're out to prove yeah. like and
1: you said but like dangerous team. like it's a team you don't want to <laughs> and when you're brooklyn nets and you don't have that much strength in depth mm-hmm. Even when you do manage to bring it back, if one of the, if one of them starts going off, if one Toronto Raptor says, Whoa, what are we doing? Yeah, and hits us. Here, then suddenly they seem to heat each other up. Mm-hmm. And as a team, they're like, Whoa, whoa, let's and obviously there have been times when they've been in positions where they should have won and everyone's been like Toronto should win that series and they lose it. Like especially with the Cavs and LeBron, like they've always had like we oh well, they should win that, but because they've got the better team, and then they let they kind of crumble under the pressure of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas right now they just seem like a solid, straight squad. Like it seems like whoever they come up against is they're gonna have an issue with the Toronto Raptors. No
0: Well, well, the Brooklyn Nets really struggled from the field yesterday, shooting well, not from the field in general, they shot forty six percent, but from downtown they shot 31%. And that's the killer, really. But I'm gonna give Brooklyn their due. They're they're fighting. They're fighting yeah. and they're gonna make this a series. I think they could steal one game from Toronto. I think they can steal one. A gentleman's sweep. Start well. a, gen- start a, ge- start well. a gentleman's sweep
1: as it were. I can, can I talk about the the, the Toronto Rocks is point percentages. Ninety-seven percent is they never mind knocking that down. That is
0: Yeah, ninety seven percent. Fifty percent from three as well. Forty seven percent from the field. So Brooklyn need to step up their defence. It's it, it's one of it's one it's one of them. It's it feels like a very cut and dry series. Like Toronto is going to win, yeah, but I feel I, I, I feel you. like Brooklyn are going to make them own it. Okay, so what's bit- the next one is Philly Boston. So Philly ended up losing, uh, but so Boston won 109 to one hundred one behind behind Jason Tatum's thirty two points and thirteen rebounds, while Joel Embiid had twenty six points and sixteen rebounds. So, how do we? Uh, so this is a three and six, a three seed yeah. and a six seed.
1: So yeah, had gone when I went to sleep. <laughs> when I went to sleep, I, I woke up from my sleep and saw that Philly were up at the end of the third.
0: Yes, they were.
1: Uh, when I looked at my phone and saw it, the really off up at the end of the third. Mm-hmm. I put my phone down and said they're losing. I went back to sleep. <laughs> so I was like, there is no way Buster down the stretch. you to let them do this. I was like, I didn't even watched the game. I just looked, saw third. I was like, now. Nah, Interestingly go. enough,
0: uh, Gordon Hayward ended up getting injured throughout this and he's now after four weeks.
1: So the whole playoffs? Uh, more than likely, yeah, I think. Maybe end of the. It may have they made to the end of the finals with that, but right. yeah, I don't know. I think
0: it's I think it's just gone now. So
1: yeah,
0: everyone. Romeo like had say, ten bro? seconds. Nice.
1: I don't know with the Boston Philly. I don't know. Like it just feels <laughs> there's not really much I can say. Like, did I, you right? So I I looked up some facts about
0: like their their season series, and I found out that yeah. so Jarl Embiid didn't actually play well against Boston at all. He averaged, like, 21 points and, like, 12 rebounds. And he averaged eight three-point attempts against... Why? That's the problem. Why? Because Boston, Boston, they haven't got a big that can contend with Joel Embiid. Who? 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 Who's going to guard him? Ennis Kanter? No. <laughs> Daniel Tice, so, yeah. no, just get him in the post. Let so,
1: this feed is my, the post. This is my. This is always my argument with Joel Embiid. So there are times when you look at a matchup and you say, "That's it. That's Joel Embiid. That was barbecue chicken." The, the chat, Like this is like this is you. This is go time. There's basically you should say you should be in that and like dominant. That's it. Like ball comes to you in. Like it should be like, basically now be that like,
0: the paint has kind of opened up for him a bit because because Ben Simmons yeah, isn't there. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. so he's sure. got surrounded by three point shooters. He's got uh, Josh Richardson. Uh, Tobias Harris isn't is respectable. Shape Milton, who had 60 percent yesterday from three. Yeah. Uh, Matthias Stiebel, Alec Burks, respectable three-point shooters. Uh, you, you know, Al Horford has been known to knock a few down from three. He didn't attempt one. Oh, no, he attempted one yesterday and missed. Uh, but, you know, but Tobias Harris needs to step up. He had 15-8-8, eight, eight. yeah, cool, but you need to score a bit more. R- Josh Richardson, for a role player, did pretty well, scored 18 points. But Al Horford needs to step up, and Tobias Harris needs to step up to make this a series.
1: So, yeah, the thing that we've had so far all the season is that Al Horford and Joel Embiid seemingly don't play well together and no one can read on some why. But also, like, if you're Joel Embiid, you need to make teams focus on you and give your shooters the chance to get them open looks. You need to command double teams in the paint. Like, you need to really... I
0: shooting... 30, I shot 33.3% yesterday, but that's because mostly he was take Josh Richardson with three from nine. Shane Milton was great. One from three is respectable. Joel was one from
1: four. And like, you're not, why? 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 If <laughs> you see Jordan B Be- shooting a three, you're just happy with that. You're like, okay, cool. If it makes, like, if Jordan B, basically you'd say let no, Jordan, Jordan B. If you're Boston you like- and
0: you have next to no interior defense, like, you know, I want to see. I want to see what their points in the paint possessions are. Or, you know, I, it, that's gonna take me too long. But you no, know, I reckon. I reckon you know, they're they're probably pretty high up when it comes to opponent points in the paint percentages. So i oh, will probably wrong. Watch me be like them being like the total opposite, like their best on interior D. But you know, by the looks of things, you know, Joel Embiid needs to be inside. He needs to be respected from the inside and give his shoot. He needs to have the Dwight Howard role in Orlando. Yeah. And unless that changes, this is going to be another... I think this could end up being a sweep. Yeah.
1: Just, if Joel Embiid doesn't step up, then it looks like a because what's the, like, what's the difference? What are they going to change? The thing is,
0: this like, is such a talented team. Like, Philadelphia have uh, wasted so much time because uh, yeah. Tobias Harris is on a ridiculous contract. Al Horford is on a ridiculous contract. Josh Richardson is on a decent contract. But their two players, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, are still on their rookie deals. Like, they, this is how you build a championship team. You know, you pay less for more production. And, and you do that with, you know, things like rookie contracts and sh- stuff like that. But they're not paying. They're not. They're not taking it. They're not taking that chance. And I think at the end of this season, they'll end up breaking up the two of them. Pretty
1: much, I mean,
0: But who do you think is going to stay then? Um, so, so we're predicting. Are we predicting a sweep in this? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think we're. I, think- I don't think Joel going to change his ways. I feel like that's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be one of those things where they continue to question his mentality and whether he really is that of a uh-huh. player. When it comes to who's going, I, think, I feel like it will be Joel.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I feel like after, after seeing Joel do this and disappoint them, they're going to be more inclined to just be like, you know what, Joel? You can go, you know what, pick <laughs> pick some destinations and we will try and get you there.
1: They can package and get some good, like, sure. I feel, like, like, I feel a, like they yeah, do
0: yeah. they'll do exact kind of what, like, the Thunder did with Russ, Russell Westbrook. It's just like, yeah. look, look, we're we're gonna rebuild. You, you know, give us a list, and we'll try and get you to like one of these places if they can get offer us enough. But you know, yeah,
1: I feel like that's Sometimes gonna happen.
0: James- Joel Embiid to the uh, to the Golden State Warriors. Watch that happen now. Watch it. Watch it happen. Watch it. Happen. Watch it.
1: That'd be sick, but yeah. Right, after the final game of yesterday. Final game of yesterday. Probably the most controversial one. Oh man! (sighs) The Dallas Mavericks and the LA Clippers. Um. Yes.
0: Well done, Luka Doncic. First playoff game. Definitely didn't disappoint. Forty-two points. However, eleven turnovers.
1: Yeah. He, had a back- he, um, he came out yesterday and literally said the forty two game put forty two points means nothing to him and it was a terrible game by him, so and a lot of that is because of the loss and partly it's because the eleven turnovers like
0: he had sixty-one he percent and he had sixty-one percent from the field and thirty three percent from from three.
1: Yes, yeah, so he- his personal turnovers was as much as the clippers all together.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Pusingas wasn't even playing that well. Well, like, I mean, I know I mean, they were leading when he came off, but he, yes. he also was shooting thirty three percent from the field and twenty five percent from deep. And
1: I, just think, I feel like I feel like Clippers may, Clippers would still probably won this game yeah. had he's not been ejected. But obviously, the way that happened. Was like, whoa! What are these refs actually doing? Like,
0: yeah. So the first, the first flagrant he got was for when he blocked. uh, Who did he block? I can't remember who he blocked, but he got all ball, all ball, and he got given a foul for it. And like he, in slow motion, it feels like he had enough time to think about it. But it's playoff, it's the first game of the playoffs, you're facing against the LA Clippers, you get all ball, you're right. You get all ball, you get caught for a foul, and you just punch the air and you get a tech for that. What that's yeah. I don't think you should. That's ridiculous. Wait, I can understand that it's, it's it's an aggressive action, but it's not an aggressive yeah. action to another player, it's not an aggressive mm-hmm. action towards a referee. It's I don't like know what it was. You know, it's
1: a weak tech. Ah!
0: You know, you know... It's, weak, like... it's 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 a weak tech. He was probably upset yeah. with it. Uh, you
1: know, he was right. He got all ball. <laughs> he was frustrated and he made a mistake. Like, okay, it's a weak tech. That second one... Uh,
0: I, I I have disagreements yeah. with people on this one. Because I think, you know what? Uh, that is a tech. It's not a... Don't get me wrong. People have given been given techs for much worse but it's still a tech. I mean, you are walking into the issue.
1: Yeah, but I think for me, I get that he walks into the issue, but the fact that Marcus Morris then pushed him, then had his hand around his neck, and all Paul Zinger really does is push him back. Yeah. In terms of... I, 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 in terms of... Uh, yeah. It's one of those that it could have easily been solved if they just said, uh, literally, it could have been one way." Like because all he's doing is coming to calm down the situation. It, as the ref, it could have been solved literally just by separating them, and it would have been done. There was no need for the.
0: Well, uh, so like it was on a something that it was on a Luka Doncic thing because Marcus Mark was all yeah. up in Luka Doncic's face, but Luka was just walking straight forward. So Pazingas was doing, you know, you know, helping his guy out. He was pushing it like you know what you think you're doing to my guy? And then it ended up doing that. It, I think it's that, it was that little bit that made the refs think we should give him a tech for this because, you know, he didn't need to do that. And he's initiating. He's in it, He's putting himself into that situation instead of letting the refs deal with it, which is in a referee's point of view is why you'd give a tech. He's in, he's, He's inciting that aggression and, you know, that chaos. I can see if you, see
1: if you look at it from that,
0: but... I know, I, I know, is, because I got a text for the same thing in a, <laughs> in a game. For the same I thing. Think,
1: think, when you when you look at it from... Oh, was, so, Morris is all over Doncic. He's trying to push and quadruple problem with... So, he has stepped in and all he said, all he tried to do is get done away from the situation in which Morris is then, like Morris knows what he's doing. He's trying right, to. Yeah. You
0: can, you see that this Dallas team, this Dallas team doesn't have that much playoff experience, yeah. but this, but, just, but Marcus Morris and the rest of them do. But That's another thing that's, in the, in the Portland Memphis series, because Ja Moran defect <gasps> amazingly, right? But it was the little things that CJ McCollum was doing, you know, the little elbows and stuff that really throw a player off their game. And, you know, Marcus Morris did a great job of it here, who, by the way, also knocked down 50% of his threes. What did you gasp at? Sorry. <laughs> they had a
1: three-on-one. Paul Anderson had a three-on-one break and Brooke Lopez just tried to take... You just tried to take... Force went up for a dunk and Brook Lopez tried to take his soul from him. Did he <laughs> it's get an attack? Oh, no, it's, it's, a, it's just a foul. But I, Oh, it's just a foul. On the first ball. replay, I was like, did he try to kill him into the tackle ball board? But yeah, um, it's just, you can tell it was obvious what they were trying to do, and I feel like you put, for, in my mind, Porzingis did the right thing for the team in terms of Protect your number one option. Yeah, but sure yeah, the... he's
0: ejected in the next game, and this was a really close game. He kind of a way at the end.
1: So, yeah, in his mind, he's protecting protecting number one. You're trying to stop them. You know, getting to him, because what they're trying to do is, you know, rough up Doncic because he was the hand was hot. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's trying to step in and say, okay, relax. And then, you know, obviously, Maurice has gone for his neck and then pushed him back and all he needed was that little pushback to say okay, and then the refs have made a decision. Obviously, the refs are gonna when they make a decision, that's not gonna go overturned They just kind of go with that, and obviously, it's a judgment call, and we get different angles, you know. Hmm. see other things and try and work out like what's going on. Mm-hmm. But, um,
0: it's it's crazy because you know that we're talking about this when both kwai and Paul George scored twenty nine and twenty seven respectively. And you know,
1: both yeah, yeah, know well we. I think the thing is, that them two score, them two doing well is not a surprise. they had a great game, and as a duo, they did well. It's just
0: well, say, it's why he scored fourteen point three percent of his three, one from seven.
1: But I think the thing for me is, it just it can take you because when you're watching that, like it's it's two teams going to war, and when you watch that, and you're really like, okay, you want to see this, and like. The little bit of spice it makes it more interesting to watch, and suddenly you're like, okay, these two teams are you know they're really at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. You know they really, they both want to win, and then that second that decision made and he's ejected, mm-hmm. it kind of, that's become, it's going to become the story because it yeah, that shouldn't have been
0: the story. We made the rest the story rather than you know the actual. Play yeah, exactly, the game.
1: And that, that's part of the problem with the rest. They make these decisions sometimes. They take that power and go, okay, well we're making this decision, and we're take
0: control of this game.
1: Exactly, their, their job time. is but
0: they're supposed to do it in a subtle way
1: because realistically you meant to if it's not dangerous it's not like you know I,
0: what I would what I would have direct... done is I would have been uh, that first time you know that first tech instead of giving him a tech I'd have been like right okay I'd, I'd, I'd have been like I can understand why you reacted that way but don't do it again it's a bit too yeah. much
1: it uh, again my first job. Like, taking Like it's not everything isn't by the book, mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to just like okay, okay, did, the player. Yes, he did that. He, yeah, and i think sometimes you have to look and say, yes, he did that. But did he really? You know, was it towards anyone? Did he do this? Was there any? I would. Like, I would have issued
0: like a, a tech for the second one, but second that's one, only because see, I didn't issue a tech for the first one.
1: If, if there wasn't if there wasn't a first tech and they issued just one tech. For the Marcus Morris thing, no one was
0: talking about it. But
1: you got to that
0: means he's out for it's... the next game.
1: Yeah, which then instantly changes a great series, and you're like, okay, well now you've taken, the... and then obviously this is when you get people saying, "Whoa, are the, the, are the, refs and the yeah," because Porzingis is
0: yeah. like, you know, it, like closing is a big, and like, well, obviously they got Montres Harrell, but he's still trying to get back into stuff but you you probably got Kawhi or Marcus Morris guarding him for most for the most part so it's like you know you can't guard a 7
1: foot 3 guy like you know come on, come on. I mean the thing is, if you're Dennis you just want to like you, you know that he's not going to be able to get into if wanna...
0: you're Dallas, you pick and roll with whoever's guarding you with whoever Lou
1: Williams is guarding that's what you do <laughs> that's what you do <laughs> I think if you're, but if you're Dallas, you want to go all out to Because if, if you can get it to... If you can sneak this win without Paul Zingas and take it to 1-1, and then you got Paul Zingas back and suddenly... I
0: I, I don't think it's going to be like that. Well, actually, you know, with Paul Zingas gone, it kind of changes the offense. I, I've i listened to a lot of players talk about, like, playoff series. And that first game is really... a feel, It is a feel-out game. It's why always the first game is the more interest, the most interesting game because you try out new offensive schemes and stuff. But then you Mm -hmm. get to learn, learn each other, so that the series kind of carries on as you expect them after that. But that's why I think you know, I think it might, uh, I think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep this one. I think Dallas can take one from them, but I I don't think it's going to be that much of a competition.
1: I think it'd be that easy for the Clippers.
0: I think it will. I think it's gonna be a, a gentleman sweep. I was I was I, I I thought it might even be a sweep, but a gentleman sweep.
1: I'm probably if I'm saying i will go Clippers the sixth, but I don't think it to be that easy for them. There are there are always little signs within the Clippers that like Basically like I mean the way they're playing, like they do have enough the de- they're they basically saved by the amount of depth they have. That's the only Well that's that's
0: the key to a championship winning team. Uh,
1: the depth, depth,
0: depth, strength in numbers. Basketball's a team game. <laughs> it's it. Yes, yeah. But that's how it's played. That's how this
1: game's played. In terms of, I was say that it's in terms of like some. So they, the way they they are saved by depth, but like I feel like Dallas will have those big like especially like Luca had forty two, but dropped it. It was eleven turnovers. It wasn't a great game for him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously, they still got still got players like Seth Curry who can, you know, heat up and take his threes. Like they can game plan well on
0: this. World well, no, no, that's why know. I'm giving them one game, and also the fact that Porzingis is out, they'll have to change up their offense a bit, so that becomes a little bit unpredictable. But but you say unpredictable, but you know. If you have Kawhi and Paul George and you have one of them or both of them ending up in a game guarding just Luca, because that's where Dallas's offense is going to come from and it's very obvious that that's where it's going to come from. I don't really give Dallas that much chance and then you bring Porzingis back and then they're trying out offense but then Clippers are established and they kind of know what's, what's going on. They've had this game where they had Zingers in it, so it's like I don't really, I can give them a game but I'm not going to give them I'm not going to give them more, I might give them two but I'm not going to give them more than that uh, It's a stretch, I'm going to say a gentleman's sweep I'm saying six, I
1: don't it's, I feel like there's going to be of them uh, when we come back just, next week it'll, it'll, it'll I feel be like there's a big
0: difference away. between six games and a gentleman's sweep but it's just one game
1: <laughs> I, I feel like it's not, but also it is a little bit like mm-hmm. I feel like it's easy. It's sometimes especially with the toilet basketball, it can be easy to steal one, but to get two maybe harder. Especially in these series. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like next it's gonna be one of them when we come back next week, it will either be, oh, okay, well that it's gonna be one way or other. It's not gonna be a yeah. I don't I quite fancy my let's do something, because oh what is? I, I'm turning off this smoky game. I can watch some. It
0: yeah, it's, it's, speaking of that, right now we've gone over those games. Let's talk about the games that are that uh, okay, today well, or slash currently well, happening.
1: Currently. Is Orlando? Uh, Orlando at nine points up in the third quarter with four minutes to go. Wait, I've wait. got Orlando eleven points up in the third quarter with three minutes fifty to I've go. got him up twelve right now. Uh, uh, on this live thing
0: much... Vucevic with own. 30 with 11 Markel Forts with 5 assists Giannis 28 Giannis it, is leading yeah, all Milwaukee in all categories but yeah um but this is a shock I, if Boxer, I, I
1: don't know if they need to warm up or like you know this is a well you would have thought like... that the last couple Ooh. games the last
0: you know, that's what the seeding games are for, you know, a little bit of warm-up. <laughs> we assumed assume because they locked up, you know, they locked up the one seed. That, that, that's why, yeah. but clearly...
1: clearly uh, it's, it's the same thing talking about. Like, I'm seeing Giannis shooting threes yeah.
0: and trying to... Yeah, Gerva, but Giannis like, is three from five from deep. Yeah,
1: because he just pulling but like... He, he's yeah, in, he's
0: like, not making his free throws, though. Yeah, and like, I don't know, they just don't... What lock, is Chris Peddleton doing? He's two from nine. He's seven points.
1: Honestly, we've been doing uh, this. One Eric, it,
0: Bledsoe in a seven, in a Eric Bledsoe but, is doing decently, I suppose. He's got thirteen points in eighteen. So
1: I just—it's just—it's everything we've said. Like even though this is only one game, we just it's everything we've said. It's like it, you
0: know, yeah, but the problem, right? So the problem with the Milwaukee is right—they're they're number one in 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 defense. Right. And I think I think they're supposed to be number one in offense, too, if I'm not mistaken.
1: No, no. In
0: offense, they are eighth. But they've got the biggest difference. But they're number one in defense. But since the bubble started, I since the bubble started, it's not that's not exact. That's not how it's going to go. I feel like Milwaukee's still going to win this
1: game. Because... I
0: think they've got a chance to win this game because they're the number one seed. But also, this happened last year. I told you about this when when uh, Orlando won the first game against Toronto, but then Toronto ended up, obviously ended up winning yeah, yeah. the series in this series, and then the whole fucking thing. So you know, the first game, like I said, it's a feeling out game. It's a feeling out game.
1: I'm still like eighty percent sure they're going to win this game because I'm sure Giannis is going to come back in. And the, the lead is like, it's, it's the, the, everyone's gone on runs. So it's just been, mm-hmm. it's been going back and forth. So it's not been that like, it's just, I don't know. I see, I'm i not sure if it's just because of the bubble or since i watched that. And I'm not sure if it's the massive yeah. gap between the end. Mm. Start. I'm not sure if it's a gap between the corona and the start of the bubble where every time I've watched the box since, I've just been like, I'm like, what is this? This is, and I was hoping, that, I was hoping they built, the built series, up bad
0: habits while in the bubble.
1: Yes, I do. I feel they like,
0: just built up some bad. Habits. I, feel
1: like, I feel like the rug was stripped from their feet a bit. Mm. In terms of you had the momentum, you were playing that certain way. I feel like it's the same with the Lakers a bit. I felt like the same way in terms of you were playing this way, this way, and it became clockwork. I and mean, when you came back to the bubble, there was no pressure on you. So when you looked at the Suns, the Suns had all of the Suns had to play Spons, every game. Uh, the Portland Trail Blazers. Trail Blazers every game, like it was the last uh, Memphis, every game like it's their last Spurs, like Well, wow. really we need to win every game. Memphis
0: didn't really play like that, didn't they only win two games?
1: I mean they should have, but it's not a point. But like, oh nice block. Oh, is he dead?
0: Well, <laughs> no, who else not? really <laughs> played hard? I mean Washington was supposed to, but they didn't. They're the worst <laughs> defensive team in the NBA, Washington.
1: I feel like I feel like For them teams They came back into it And they put all their effort into it And obviously It may come back against them now Because obviously It may be a point of Wow I played Eight full Intensity games right now And I'm a little tired And I'm going against a team Who's more fresh But The Lakers in the box Coming also the end of it Even when they're playing LeBron And playing yonas And playing AD They well, still
0: look well, we, we, will, we will get to Because there's a few things I want to talk about In the Lakers game series. So uh, the way this is going, at the moment all oh, I go are ahead but 12-ish. by twelve. Um and the fourth quarter hasn't even started though. So there is a chance Milwaukee That's can get but even I think even if Magic get the win Milwaukee have got this series.
1: Oh no, I, I don't doubt that they're gonna win the um I don't doubt they're gonna win these series because obviously I still thought they've got the stronger team by a long way. Mm-hmm. It's just when you see these little signs of things you know that obviously mm. it can go one way. Like, it can either be you fix them and, you know, at the end of the playoffs you say, wow, that was just a little hiccup. It means nothing. Or you look at it and say you can see the signs from now when they come up against the Toronto or uh, the Heat or come up against... like." It, mm.
0: well, speaking of the Heat... They're the next game. They're, they're as of this recording of the podcast. Their game starts in half an hour. Indiana versus Miami. I feel like this has the one of the opportunities of being in a, a seven game series. As a close, really? Yeah, I think so. I think Indiana. You know, they they they've got injuries. You know, Al- Oladipo hasn't really been himself since then. Uh oh, he's finished. Um, but. I know. I think Miami could get this in six.
1: I I would lean towards. I I mean, again, I wouldn't be a game seven would be fine. Like I mean, I'm sure I feel I feel
0: be- like it could because they're very, you know, though it's a four and five matchup.
1: Indiana yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Indiana are better defensively, according to defensive rating, which isn't the best stat to go on to. Offensively. <laughs> Offensively, I just waiting to see. Offensively, they both fucking suck. Well, I wouldn't say suck, but Miami is like sixth from last in there. And Indiana, I cannot find them. They're not even on this list. <laughs> no, they should be somewhere. Where are you? Twelfth. Yeah. So, you know, neither of them are, you know. I think it comes down to, you know, star power. And and those yeah, yeah. veterans as well. Like Indiana, who are their veteran who who are their veterans? I haven't got a clue. Obviously I know I know the Miami Heat, they've got your Jimmy Butler, you've got Andre Iguodala, you've got Jay Crowder who's made a few good playoff runs.
1: Let's have a look, Let's have a look at who, who really
0: is in their line Who line. is in their lineup that's probably got a lot of playoff experience? I mean I
1: forget. you can run through the they got TJ Warren, Aladiepa, Sabonis, Brogdon, Miles Turner, Aaron, Aaron. Holiday, TJ McConnell, Justin Holiday, I, Doug McDonald.
0: Yeah, right. There's no one of real like note who's had, you there's know, no, that there's no
1: name but I think no name that's that, that
0: combination that's... of veteran leadership and youth is what's gonna get Miami through this. Because Miami are gonna need Miami is number one in three-point shooting, and Indiana suck at three-point, you know, allowing three points. They, they suck at that. So, you know, it's
1: one of them. I'm interested to see if... I'm interested to see how the Pacers' offense flows. Like, it's... are they going to leave it on T.K. Warren again to do... Like... Well, they shouldn't, because we know
0: that Jimmy's just going to lock him down.
1: Yeah, and obviously Jim Butler has... Gone out of his way to literally say that feud means nothing to me, which in my mind means <laughs> that feud means nothing to me because I'm going to lock him down and he means nothing to me. Which, yeah, when I hear someone that arm about something and he's not trying to build it up, that means to me he doesn't see him as a competition in terms of having to stop. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Jim Butler is going to relish that competition to stop TJ Warren doing anything. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, if he gets clamped and stopped up. I'm interested to see where the Pacers' points are going to come from and how they flow that offense. I mean, if you look,
0: if you look at if you look at Miami and see where their points would come from, obviously Jimmy Jimmy Butler's their first option, but you could, yeah. I could easily say Kendrick Nunn can score twenty. Tyler Hero, who's been playing exceptional throughout the bubble, yeah. he could score twenty any given night. Who else can score twenty every game? Duncan Robinson, if he give give him a good shooting night, he could score twenty easy. Yeah. There's these guys who can make shots, make plays, create yeah, a shots, and paces. they don't really have much of that and they haven't got an amazing yeah. they haven't got a really
1: good defense either. When look at the heat. I've seen the heat win games where Eric Swash has come out and complaining about Jimmy Butler not shooting enough because he literally would be just passing the ball off to these guys who can score constantly. I haven't even talked about if- it,
0: man. I haven't even mean, talked about Eder Bio, who could easily drop 20 in every given audience. So
1: The thing is, when you have all these players who could score 20 around you and then you have a player like Jimmy Butler who at any point in any time in any game can kind of decide I'm going to take this game This like, is my game. Or... game. Yeah. Which is exactly Anymore what Philly were get. missing yeah.
0: yesterday. He
1: can say, give me that ball. This is my ball. I saw it do it for Philly. I've seen him do it for Minnesota. I've seen him do it for Chicago. Like, he can say, give me that ball. This is my ball. And no one's getting this ball but me. It's going into the bucket. Like, I don't... They don't call him Jimmy Bucket for no reason. Really like when you have that type of player, and you've got players around him who are just as, like just as a proficient, and you can you give them that ball, and you can trust them with it, and you know that on any night they could drop twenty, or mm-hmm. and you know that you've got all people who could drop twenty at any time. If you give it to a Bam, if you give it to a Tyler, like it's, if if the Heat are going to win this series, it's going to be through the strength of that. It's going to be through like, like we have all these players who. Can go off at any time, which is ironic and, because
0: that's what people have been saying Indiana has. But I
1: just think the Heat just have it better and they have a star. Yeah, they
0: have a star, and they
1: have, and they have a star who's not afraid to do any dirty work. Which, mm. like, like, you have a star who relishes a challenge, and that is a dangerous thing in a series where you have to face the same person. So, uh, yeah, so, so that means
0: I think Miami have got this in six.
1: I'm, I'm gonna say five. Five? Yeah, I think. I mean,
0: I can see it. I just think Pacers might show a bit more. Fight than I,
1: that. I'm, I'm like between five and six. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not predicting this week. This not is an old sweep.
0: school feud going back to like the early 2010s. All right. Oh, I'll, 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 just to see the paces again. Spoils. Speaking of feuds, yeah. right? The next one is Thunder versus Rockets. Oh, oh. You know, at the beginning of the season, the. Uh, NBA uh, analysts or whoever it was I can't remember where I sorry 0.2% chance that Thunderwood uh, made the playoffs it, it
1: wasn't an analyst it was a um, it may have been, it may have come through but um, there was a scientific thing and it was like a you know it was you know these like analysts who like suggest the strength of a team compared to that and they suggested well, they
0: said the Suns had a 0.6% chance of yeah
1: yeah I mean they didn't but so they
0: like, they, uh, they went 8 oh.
1: I mean, they pushed it a lot closer than... But so, they yeah, so the day was saying that the Thunder had that under 1% chance of making the playoffs. They were looking at the team, they were saying, like, I think a lot of people seem to presume that Chris Paul wasn't high quality anymore. No, so uh, was, I, uh, don't,
0: I don't think anyone was assuming he was even going to stay.
1: Yeah, so a lot of people assume that he was going to be moved on. They were like, oh, he could go to the lake. He could. They just thought he was trading, he was going to be traded again. But... That OKC team, it, like the people, like people, who, a lot of people have said like, "Oh, then I'm gonna do anything." Like, I feel like after a few months of watching them and realizing the way they were playing, mm-hmm. this see this series is gonna be fun. It's gonna this be is fun. Um, what it's it's what the Rockets versus yeah, well, quality of the they're OKC. Playing, and the way they're, they're both
0: forty-four. They're both forty-four and twenty-eight. Uh, yeah, the Rockets both. They have Russell Westbrook and James Harden, so what's the his yeah. answer to that? They're playing small ball as well. They're playing a different style of ball,
1: yeah. but then again, who? Well, I think really hoping... because I think the way Chris Paul operates as a point guard, like they're just hoping he's able to get the people in the right position. Like you got shake shake Gilchrist Alexander. You like you basically just want to get these players. These young players, you just want to get them moving. If they get, if the OKC get hot, it's gonna be hard for the Rockets. Mm. But I'm leaning. I I feel like the Rockets are probably gonna win this series. I think they are, Purely. but
0: I th- I think it's gonna be in six or seven.
1: I think it's only, yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, I think it'll be around that. I don't think it's gonna be easy for them at all. I feel like this is gonna be one of them games where it's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of streaks, a lot of people going on runs, and I feel like. But I feel like this is a really good series for Russ. This is the type of series where you will see him drop a lot of points in some of these games. Oh, I feel like
0: a lot of points.
1: Harden, I feel like for Harden, this needs to be the year where he finally consistently shows up in the playoffs. And because he's got Russ and because they playing small ball, he has every like he's been given every opportunity here. And this is gonna be a series where I want to see Harden ball out, like, I wanna see Harden drop the fifties and like he's always had the potential to do it, but and this year he doesn't have a golden state to worry about where everything like he's doing two is... LA teams. He does have two LA teams, but for Harden, I feel like the golden state were a real mental block for him. So oh, even when every time he came against them. Everyone. Except
0: the Toronto. But I, feel like, I feel like the the
1: Rockets, Harden, every time he came against them. It didn't matter what the situation was. Like, okay, KD's out, and like, he was like, "Oh, I still can't do it." Or like, you like, yeah, one of the games where like he shot like fifteen to twenty percent from three because he just was missing everything. Like, I feel like this is the year where he can just like relax. He's not. They're not favorites for the title. This isn't a. I this is a chance for him to back there and just
0: rockets, were, so rockets were like you know up there, like they were at the beginning of the bubble, they were like really shocking people. But since then, they've been on a they've
1: lost three in a row. Uh, I mean, I'm you know, I'm just sure about, uh, I'm about how the rockets have changed since they moved to small ball, yeah, it's very that,
0: inconsistent.
1: But the time, they uh, yeah, I know it's by the time they did. Ooh elbow to the nose corner um, at the time they did it like everyone was laughing and said that's not going to work and when it I feel like when it works it works amazingly but then it doesn't
0: uh, it depends on I think it depends on what kind of team you're facing
1: exactly and it's and obviously it's, you know star fights fight matchups
0: With this thunder team it might be a good one to be because you know the thunder don't have a massive inside present I mean I have Steve yeah. Adams don't get me wrong and they'll probably yeah. run a lot of you know Chris Paul pick and rolls with Steve Adams. It's fine, um, but I mean defensive. Yeah, you, you can kind
1: of like, yeah, kind of like regulate those points, like you know they're going to happen, but obviously.
0: I think it'll be very interesting. I think Russell Westbrook will be like out to prove a point as well,
1: and Chris Paul. Yeah, in all fairness, me, and that, that me, got that's, back, that's so interesting. For me, that's the biggest thing. For me, it's the fact that the trade, obviously, was Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook, and obviously picks and other things here and there but um for me it's the fact that this is that like it's kind of like written it's like well they're like okay you two we trade it and now we're facing each other in a seven game series like let's there's gonna be a lot of ego on the line in terms of people wanting to say well no we won this trade like this is we did better here i I feel feel
0: like that's what it i mean the thunder will are always going to get picks and stuff now because they're, they're so stockpiled on picks, it's unreal, so they could possibly win. But if Chris Paul, if if the Thunder beat them, then they've probably already won the trade. In all fairness,
1: a little sad that um, this is the series I'm sad that isn't in you know, like you know, home and away with the arena. Because I'd love to see, I want oh, to see, I'd God, love to see what's yeah, like in these player series, like I feel like the atmosphere would be mad. That'd be great. It'd be great. But, it wouldn't be hostile like, either. It'd be like a really good... Think, well, maybe... with like, you know, Thank you for what you've done, but also we need you to lose right now. So like, yay, but also boo, but also not really too much of a boo because we know that you work really well with boos. So like, can we just... Oh, <laughs> like, oh, be like no.
0: Well, you know, they don't work as well as boos as uh, the next team that we're going to be talking about. Oh, who's next? LA this and are... Portland.
1: See, I'm I. Oh, the series. I don't, I don't. I.
0: A lot of don't people. What? What do you mean? Right. Okay. Right. Let's not. Right. Portland are the worst defense in this.
1: Let's, let me explain. Go on. Go on. Go on. The reason why I don't to feel is, I don't understand. So everyone has been. So I think it's going to be a good series, but the reason why I don't have to feel the don't. series is second, the second Portland got through everyone said that's trouble for the lakers mm-hmm. and i'm looking at like how but, how but like in face in memphis i'm like okay yes the, the people like they've got cj they've got calm they've got mellow they've got dame I'm like, yeah okay but if that's 56 if they combine for 80 points it's still like ad and then i'm like then i'm looking at the fact that the pelicans knocked out the trailblazers with AD just dropping points on them because they had no answer for that. I'm like, they still don't have an answer for AD. I'm like, also, once you've got LeBron, like, that is... No, that's, that, that, about- that, that, that that's, uh, that's one thing. Who's guarding
0: LeBron? Is it Melo? Are you putting Melo on LeBron? Really? Really? Or or are you going to play slightly smaller? Are you going to put Melo down to the power forward and have him guard AD? What are you that's doing? My-
1: so, so I'm looking at it and I'm like, it was like, oh no, there's worry for the I'm Not like- only that, but they're the
0: worst defensive team in this playoffs. And it's not even like by a short amount. I mean
1: the
0: hold on. So how- I I wanna I wanna find out like how bad. So defensively, Portland are twenty-eight. The next team that made the playoffs were Dallas, who is eighteen. There's a ten team difference.
1: Also, not only is it not only that was a dumb play, not only are they down there in defensive, they're also fucking shattered. And if they're relying on Dane to hit that every night, now- that's that's the problem. That's
0: yeah, they are shattered and they're tired. What I think that the Lakers really need to do is first game, first quarter, they need to just hit them with everything they got in that first quarter and make them make Portland. Always try and catch up. Make Portland, yeah. always run and make like they need to give them a gut punch from the like from the get go. Like they need to really tire them out because Portland have been playing meaningful basketball since this thing began, and the LA Lakers have had time to rest. Now
1: is the time. Lakers, to Lakers had one meaningful game. They played that Clippers game that was the only get the out of them.
0: And that Kuzma game, because LeBron said it himself, they're gonna need Kuzma to step up if they aren't win a championship. If Kuzma plays well,
1: see the depth. Like, I just don't understand. Like, when everyone was like, I started seeing people panicking. I am like, really? I was like, because I watched that Memphis game. This right? is, I am really... not
0: like right. Uh, you can guard, see, you can guard CJ and Damian Lillard. Don't get me wrong, but like, you can give Lillard his, you can give Lillard his sixty and stuff. But, you know, yeah. Lakers aren't devoid of guard. Like, I know they've got waiters and, and JR. They've lost Avery Bradley and Rajon Rondo. But.
1: Rondo back, isn't he? Is he? Um, he's in the bubble. I know he's, I know he's I know in know he's, the bubble,
0: but.
1: I know he's training. I'll have a look if you carry on. But
0: defensively, the, uh, you know, the LA are still capable. Of guarding same so, guarding the guard position. but you ain't guarding so, LeBron.
1: So just for an update, Rajon Rondo is cleared to return, but he will not play in Game One.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Really like, he he's been well back. But he's back. Yeah, he oh,
0: okay, so say. he's back, and I just want to look at pace as well.
1: Um, can we? But yeah, I just so that's the thing that's what I was confused like I don't know. I just. I was like, am I looking at this series completely differently to everyone else? I was like, if this was a one game shootout, I'd be like, eh, let's... I was like, it's Dame, we might shoot seventy, fuck it. But even then, like I feel like Dame, the I way feel the way the
0: Lakers, chance, yeah. Yeah,
1: the, the, the exactly. But the way put important the plane, if Dame shot sixty five, I still think they'd lose. <laughs> I still think if he shoots sixty five, he would hit forty, and I'd be like, Well, wow, and the rest of the team didn't do well, so what are you gonna exactly. do.
0: Exactly. It's it's one of them. I like, I don't think Portland really have a shot, and they're way too tired to deal with this L.A. I
1: just think like it's going to be it's, it's one of them that like. I, was, I mean, if Lakers play properly, then I don't see how. Portland... But Lakers
0: Lakers need to do that, and Lakers need to really come off and really you know really start going. They need yeah, to Portland, get Portland.
1: Portland will not be walked over, but and the Lakers will have to go beat them but Lakers have enough strength to go do that. I
0: think it'll be a sweep, but I don't think it'll be an easy sweep. If, yeah. You know, so kind of that... like the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah. Like I, I think... Because, why is it? Because, you know, Trailblazers are a 4 or 5 seed, masquerading as a 8 seed. Yeah. But, they're starting Melo. Well Congrats to Melo for back yeah. and, you know, being meaningful. But, you know, defensively, he's a liability. And, you know, just like I said on Lou Williams, like, you know, just whoever Carmelo is guarding, just do a pick and roll, mismatch him, and you're screwed. Just do that. Same with Dame and CJ, really, because neither of them are really great defensively. Struggling with an injury. Uh. And CJ's struggling with injury. So it's like, it's one of them, like, you know, defensively they do. This is the kind of game that, this is the team, the kind of team that LA Lakers want. Because throughout the bubble, they've really struggled to get their offense going. And this is a game, this is a this is a team that they can face, that they can, you know, start to do that. So it's dangerous for whoever Lakers face next. And I say Lakers yeah, next, because I mean, I'm, I'm saying I mean, they're, they're going through because they're going to go through. it. So. I feel like,
1: I feel like, just. Travelers get one and then like greater five and then Lakers go on to face maybe Houston, you know, but then Houston probably got to go all the way and they'll probably you know, like it's I feel like if, you're it's Lakers, important if you're Lakers
0: throughout this the throughout the beginning of playoffs that like you really you know those first couple teams that you face, you really need to deal with them early, especially in this kind also, of this know,
1: kind of, I of format. I I can't believe the people were saying, especially because I've, I've I watched read Twitter a lot and I'm like going through everything. Okay. And obviously, I understand the Portland can win a series. I'm not doubting that. But I can't believe people are like, what is, what is the Lakers going to do to stop Dame hitting for
0: LeBron. <laughs> Number one, LeBron. Number two, well, unless Dame can score, Um, hold on,
1: We, we like
0: over 100 well. or something. <laughs> we know
1: double First quarter, and LeBron is going to be giving that ball to AD, like, yo, you do that thing you do. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, cool. There you go, bucket, bucket. And then you know, about the third or the fourth, it's going to be a little close. And then at one point, LeBron's going to be like, oh, it's close. One sec, give me that ball. And he's going to do that thing he does where, like, he runs through a whole team and just dunks. And everyone's like, oh my God, how is he still. Doing this?
0: Can score more than 113 points, and maybe you can take down the Lakers single handedly.
1: <laughs> so, 113 points, and well, that's how, much,
0: that's how much L.A. Lakers have scored on average this season. is
1: 113.4. Yeah, but you know playoff LeBron is different. you got to raise it up by, like, five. So, basically, if he can score 113 and one person can score, like, two, six, two threes, I get six, then they might be able to squeeze they one.
0: They might get one. They might just get one.
1: But apart from, like, I feel like AD and LeBron is looking at, like, Nurkic and, like, Collins, like, come
0: here. Come here. Right. <laughs> For the last couple of minutes... Because I totally forgot to talk about this at the beginning. Let's talk about head coaches for a little bit, because there's yeah. been, there's been a few flips. Number one, Alvin uh, Kenny Atkinson has been kicked off of Brooklyn. Um, yeah. uh, Alvin Gentry, Gentry, which upsettingly so has left New Orleans. It, uh, I can understand why, uh, Tom, uh, but you know it's upsetting because he doesn't. He didn't really. He got given a, a shitty opportunity. And he's a really good coach. He's a championship-winning coach because he won one with the Warriors. Um, but, you know, he was a, he was an assistant coach. Um, we had Tom Thibodeau being hired by the New York Knicks. I think that was a bad hire. Tom Thibodeau is not a – because there's two kinds of players. I mean coaches, sorry. There's, like, a coach that you use to develop your youth and then a coach that you use when that youth has been established – there's, okay. some play, there's, some, there's some coaches that transcend both. You've got your Cop- Popovich's, your, your Spolster's, your, hmm. your, your, uh, Steve, uh, your Bradley's, um, you know, those coaches. Uh, but, you know, some coaches are development coaches. Kenny Atkinson is a good example. He, he was a coach of a very exciting Brooklyn Nets team. Uh, he's great. Yeah. Um, but there's some coaches that, you know, are better for a more established teams. Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau is not going to do well in New York, I think. I think he's just going to be another, th- another thing added to the list of really bad decisions that the New York Knicks have done. I mean, he's a great oh. coach, but I think he's the wrong fit. I feel like, you know, maybe Alvin Gentry would have been a better, you know, weighted and just got Alvin Gentry, Maybe. Or maybe try to hire Kenny Atkinson. With someone like that. But I bring this up because I know why like. Jim Boylan has left the Chicago well, has been kicked out of the Chicago Bulls, and thank God, oh my God, I hate him. He is the worst thing to happen to the NBA since 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 the whole drug issues. <laughs> He's a worse. <laughs> who who makes him do suicides in practice? Who, oh my God, Daniel Gafford gets injured and you don't call a timeout. The opposing coach has to, oh, has to ask his player to intentionally foul to get your player out of the game. What is that? And what in Laurie Markkinen's rotation? Oh, shut the fuck. Oh, I hate this. He's 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 been a, a, a decent assistant coach but he's been the worst head coach ever and i feel like he's not going to get a head coaching job anywhere and i think kenny atkinson should go to chicago bulls i think the chicago bulls have really you know they're underrated they have an underrated roster i think with kenny atkinson there they can really make a difference give zach Levine that old d low role that he had in brooklyn because uh, looking at this man, like I, I I'm defensively, Chicago were in like the top fifteen, top ten I think. I think they were eight defensively. They're really good defensively. But you know just that Jim Boylan is so bad. <laughs> so bad. There's
1: uh, you're when he was gone was not
0: I was because yeah, it was a great day for basketball. I'm not even a Chicago Bulls fan. I, like, I'm really happy that he's gone. Oh, it's, it was just... Uh, oh, a Yes. Yes. I woke up... I, I can't remember when I saw it, but I was just like,
1: is this a fever dream? Is this actually <laughs> happening? you
0: just supposed to be like, is he, is he gone? I'm like... Yeah, I, didn't I, know did. That really I did. I did, didn't I? I was like, yeah, did, yeah. did he really
1: go? <laughs> Tell me it's true, I was like, right? Like, like I, like, I got to I was like, No, no, he's really gone. But you were like, Yes. I was like, Wow, I didn't feel that strongly about. Man, I think being a head coach in the
0: NBA is such a hard job because if you, you know, you the only thing you can do, like in any other sport, is have your players go out there and just hopefully hope they're prepared. It's one of them. I mean, you can coach on the fly, but you know, it's the players that do the job at the end of the day. But you know, if the team does badly, what well, who's the first to go? The coach. Exactly. So you know, Steve. You know, Steve Kerr, who I've said in the past on this podcast, who gets too much flack for being, you know, put in a good position, like uh, taking get who's, but he hasn't uh, Popovich. You know, Eric Spolstra, uh, uh, Steve Bradley. Um, Who's, uh, who else is a good coach in the NBA right now? Uh, Nick Nurse and Mike Budenholzer, like those guys are really, really good. Um, I would say Mike D'Antoni, but I mean he's got offense down, <laughs> but he's openly admitting
1: the defense. Man, a
0: I much. mean he laughs about it. I love. I, I, I you know what? And who, who? Uh, Monty Williams as well, who coached the hell out of the Phoenix Suns. Frank Vogel's doing really good in L.A. Like, he, he's not just Ty Lue. Who Who is supposed to... Who might get the New Orleans job? By, like, I forgot, his he, was, I forgot he was Clippers assistant. He's in the Clippers. He's a Clippers assistant. But, you know, yeah, I forgot. but he might go to New Orleans because of his David Griffiths. Like, you know, that... that can't, so yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ty Lu was... I don't know what kind of coach Ty Lue is because, you know, he was on a championship winning he's a championship winning coach but you know arguably he's on the opposite side of that Steve Steve Kerr spectrum for me I feel like he was put in a good position but I feel like he was needed in that position to let LeBron do what he wanted I think the last yeah, thing you yeah, we well, want to do to LeBron is tell LeBron what to do so I think the best coach for LeBron is one that's Tough, but you know, let's LeBron be LeBron. You know, Eric Spolstra.
1: who I also think that, in uh, his best season in his prime. I think Ty Lue, I think Tyloo was pretty good in first that he, he did have LeBron's respect. I feel like he was able to be adaptable as a coach. I think Ty, of, Ty Lue had LeBron's respect. He did. Yeah, he had completely. Like Ty, LeBron said I, that. I, like LeBron has said.
0: I, I just want to see him in a different place, just to see what he's like.
1: I think I feel like he's type of, if it works for him, then I feel like everyone's going to look at that and say, wow, he actually is, you know, Can he act- a good coach he just yeah. carried by LeBron. Because everyone he's worked with has had good things to say about him and obviously, you know. It'd be interesting. Because obviously, the, a lot of people did call him, you know, a lot of people did call him the assistant GM, the assistant coach to LeBron. Hold on. Even when, <laughs> so it was like, but yeah, I want to say that. That'd be quite nice to see him. Um, and I want to see what he does with that. Like, it'd be quite nice to see just see what he can do with a different type of squad, um, right? Also, just an update. Um, the boxer down with three minutes. Oh, go.
0: that looks like they might lose. No. Um,
1: right, so uh, to end
0: the podcast, 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 I want to, I want to, I want to end this episode on a slightly funny note. So, do you remember? Um. The Detroit Pistons a long time ago, like they were desperate, and they ended up signing um, Josh Richardson, or not Josh Richardson, um, Josh yeah, Smith, yeah.
1: yeah,
0: for a four-year fifty $54 million dollar a dollar deal, right? And they ended up waving him because he was just so bad. And yeah. when you waive a player, you obviously you pay. You pay their contract off in installments. That contract yep. was signed in 2013. Yeah, and it's stopped now. <laughs> it's it's ending at the end of this season, which I, which actually got stretched because of COVID. So he's he's been getting checks ever since he's not even been in the NBA in like a while. <laughs> so you know he's been getting paid. <laughs>
1: You're going to get paid for being bad You might as well get paid for being bad answer to, um,
0: uh, <laughs> like... True, Chandler Parsons and all that God, uh, is he yeah, the NBA? Please. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, right, cool So We'll see you guys next week Hopefully how, uh, We'll have a few We'll be like halfway through series then Won't we?
1: we the or- we'll tell you how the I was gonna do the joke of we'll tell you how the box magic game ends oh, next week. Man. We did the- I really,
0: I, oh man, I I oh, I I was gonna so, do like, the whole The Rock thing where he goes finally the playoffs oh but But nah I ru re- I lost my- two Two Orlando yeah.
1: <laughs> But like I was gonna do- I was gonna do the whole you know We'll tell you how that game ends. But by that time that happens, that's going to be game three or four.
0: Mm, yeah, so there's no point.
1: Also, I'm just I'm just saying, also, everyone is literally on Chris Middleton's back and I love it. Wow. <laughs> everyone, because like, I've got the chat thing open, I've got Twitter open, and everyone's just like, what is player Chris Middleton? What's wrong with him? Who is this guy? Why is he lucky crackhead? What's wrong? What, what did what's I going say? On? He's Who not a second he's option.
0: Against? He's not a second option. He ain't a shot creator. He's not a top 20 shot creator. He's barely even a top 30, yeah. maybe. I don't it's even three think three that. Minutes-
1: 25 seconds to go and there are 10 points now. Ah, I can do that. Anyway,
0: oh, good luck to the Milwaukee Bucks and good luck go to on, everyone watching this. Hopefully you enjoy the NBA playoffs and we'll catch you sometime next week. See you later. Yes, sir.